Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I am Inez Franklin, your host for today. Today's reading is a combination of Proverbs, Proverbs 14, verse 20 and 21, and Proverbs 19, verse 4. The poor are shunned even by their neighbors, but the rich have many friends. It is a sin to despise one's neighbor, but blessed is the one who is kind to the needy. Wealth attracts many friends, but even the closest friend of the poor person deserts them. Wow, today's combination of parables pack a punch. And the Kellers don't soften it, do they? Their devotional today deals with an uncomfortable truth. The poor and the wealthy... They don't mingle, not unless there's a mission trip or a community outreach program of some sort. We just don't cross the lines. Now, I can say this with confidence because I've lived on both sides of the track. I grew up in poverty, raised by a single mother. In a little 600-square-foot house, two-bedroom, one-bath, she packed in her seven children and herself, and she built this house block by block. Our closets were so tiny, but it didn't matter. We still had room because each of us had just a few pieces of clothing and one pair of shoes a year. And my mom was blessed because her father gave her an acre of land along the hills when she was young. Now, it sounds like a wonderful gift, and it was, but we must realize that without resources, all she really had was mud and weeds. And that's how the land was actually for a long time. But little by little... My mom saved a few dollars here and there. She made desserts with the ingredients uh, that she got from the government and sold them. She sewed people's clothing. She did bookkeeping on the side. And every penny was allocated towards some part of the project. Part by part, she built this home. And after many years, we had a little house. Now, she never finished the outside of the house. I think she got exhausted. It was not stuccoed outside or painted. So we forever became the gray concrete house in the neighborhood. And we stood out as the poor kids in the neighborhood of an already lower-income family area. Now, fast forward to my life today. My husband is very successful in his business. And I don't say this to boast, but to make the point of today's devotional. We do live in a very nice home in a prominent Orange County neighborhood. I don't have to work to put food on the table or build anything. Even though I can, I don't have to. I wear store-bought clothes. I have lots of shoes an embarrassing amount, actually. The people in our neighborhood, they drive very nice cars, fancy cars that turn heads when they go by. It's common here. The other vehicles, you know, the ones with rust, crash damage, unfixed, or bald tires, those vehicles, they belong to the workers who stream in every morning through the gated community gate to care for the houses of the fancy people that live over here. That place where they are never invited for dinner, coffee, or just to hang out. And that's where I live now. And here's what I've learned from being on both sides of this spectrum. And a long season, I would say, in between. The line between those who have and those who have less is forever showing up between people, no matter how rich or poor you get. When I was poor, I used to look around and see that there were people who had even less than I did. 
Maybe their house was not made of concrete. They were living in a, a little shanty made of wood that could easily be blown over a hurricane. People who had less clothes and less food and less resources altogether. Some of them had less teeth or health problems because they had no access to medical care. And now I see it happening in the other direction. There's always someone that has more, the bigger house, the nicer car, the bigger boat, or maybe even an airplane or two. We human divide ourselves by our types, by our resources often. It's what we do and how sad that is. You see, because when we do, we battle for relationship with those who we think will help us to get ahead. We, we turn our backs on those who need us to help them because they cannot pay us back. And the truth is, both the poor and the rich, we all have issues, dreams, and challenges. We have all kinds of needs. And they might be different, sure, but none of us are free from the ups and downs of life. And we have much to learn from one another. The poor need us to share our resources, our time, our talent, our treasure, our network. And they can teach us so many things, including perhaps how to live with less. How, you know, because really we often have far more than we would ever need. And a lot of it often can corrupt our hearts. You know, the story of the Good Samaritan that Jesus told, it reminds me that we must all get uncomfortable and cross the road to the other side. But it is the story in Luke 14 that challenges me the most, especially today, considering these Proverbs that we just read. You see, Jesus was sitting at a house of a Pharisee home, which would have been like a great honor to be invited to this Pharisee home. And he noticed how people were picking places of honor for themselves. And Jesus tells them a parable about not picking the best seats, you know, sitting in the worst seat and being moved forward is better than sitting in the best seat and being sent back. But after he was done, what he tells them that really rings in my heart, he said this, Jesus said to the host, When you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives, or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. This holiday season, I'm challenged to think very thoughtfully about who we're inviting to our banquets and what is the posture of my heart towards them as they come into my home. I I hope that you will be encouraged this season to look across the line I am and to see how can we draw closer to be better neighbors to one another and to share on the abundance that we've been given by God. Father, thank you for this reminder today. Truly, my brothers and sisters who are listening to this podcast, I can assume so many of us have beyond what we could ever need. And yet, many of us are in desperate need. And here we are, gathered together, listening to your word, learning from you. Father, would you connect us with those around us that have needs? And Father, would we all remember that we have much to share with one another much to learn from one another, and really a great deal of joy to experience when we come together because you are in our midst. You are the one who unites us, who created us, and who loves us so. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.